It's time to get up and get going, South Coast. It's time for the Tim Weisberg Show on WBSM. Also streaming live on WBSM.com and on the WBSM app. Talk to Tim now at 508-996-0500 or send him a message or a voicemail through the WBSM app. And now, ready to start your day off with a bang. It's Tim Weisberg. Monday to you. Welcome into the show. Welcome into a new week. An exciting week because we've got the launch of a new contest here on WBSM. And I'm I'm pretty excited about this because you get the chance to win money. We're going to talk some more about that coming up. And I can tell you, if you went to TerrorCon this weekend like I did... You might need to win some money to replace what you spent because there was a lot of great stuff going on, a lot of cool things. I I tried not to buy myself any anything at the at the convention. I said if I was going to buy anything, it would be I would have Robert England, Freddy Krueger sign something. But then I decided against it. It's a it's hundred and twenty dollars for a signature, and I said, you know what? I'm I'm gonna hold off on that. I'm gonna not spend a hundred and twenty dollars recklessly. And that's I mean, that's if you just buy one of the photos on his table and have him sign it. I was like, but so many people are selling Freddy Krueger collectibles. I could like buy a glove and have him sign that and all that kind of stuff. But I was like, you know what? Save that money, even though that would have been. You know, my early Christmas and gift uh, and birthday gift to myself. But I said, you know, I'm going to be be responsible with my money. Then I ended up, you know, buying an Indiana Jones hat at Cracker Barrel, but whatever. But there was a lot of cool things, a lot of collectibles, a lot of handmade items. But I did, I did buy myself one toy. So I bought myself an Ecto-1 the Ghostbusters car. I'd always wanted one. Hadn't had one since I was a kid. And the one that I had came from a a yard sale or a flea market or something. So it was already beat up when I got it. So I bought one of those. It'll it'll probably make its way into my office here at WBSM at some point. But I always said I wanted to own an Ecto-1. I just meant a life-size one. This is is as close as I'm going to get. I do have the Matchbox one, but this... uh, this will turn into something that I'm sure I'll end up then buying the figures. and uh, I used to collect toys. I used to have a whole room in my house. When I first moved out of my parents' house when I was in college and got my own house, I moved right from their basement into a two-bedroom cottage down on Swiss Beach in Wareham, and it had an extra room. And at the time, it was just me living there. And so I said, well, what am I going to do with this extra room? Stupid, stupid computer. Nobody cares about your updates. What am I going to do with this extra room? So I put a TV in there so I could record shows because this is back in the days of VCRs. And then I turned that room into a toy room. All the collectibles that I still had at that time, I put 
shelving all in the room and put them all on display. Nobody ever went in that room but me. It wasn't like people were coming over and checking it out and hanging out in there and that it was a man cave, even though I, I don't like that term. I just think it's dumb, overused. But it was, you know, my place. I never went in there either, but it was there if I wanted it. And then when, um, at this time, I was kind of just starting out as a sports writer for the Standard Times, and eventually I needed a workspace, and I was like, well, I could just turn that into an office. But instead, no, I put the, put the computer out in the living room and put the desk for that out there and said, I'm just going to keep that in the toy room. But now I'm an adult, and I don't have any toys anymore. And Well, a few, but they're all in my office. They're, they're conversation pieces as I like to call them. But it was a lot of fun being there. Uh, it, it was funny because I got there late on Friday because I had to go... I'm sorry. Uh, if you remember me mentioning, I had the final step of my kidney stone removal on Friday when they removed my stent. That was happening at 1 o'clock, and it, it went a little bit later than expected. Not because it took a long time. It was very quick, in and out pun not intended, but it was um, it was a little bit late to start because they had a lot going on over there in the office. And so by the time I got out, and then I, I was planning on going right there, but they use all kinds of lubrication and everything. I was like, I, I got to go home and take a shower. So by the time I got there, they'd given away my table. Somebody had taken my table. They didn't give away my table. Somebody took my table. And they said, just wait in the green room. We're going to get a table set up for you, and then we'll, we'll come and get you. Okay. So I'm in there in the green room. People are messaging me like, hey, I'm here. Where are you? Where's your, where's your table? And I'm texting everybody back saying, I'll have it soon, just in the green room now, just waiting. And then, like, I just had my head buried in my phone. Then the, uh, the staff from the convention comes in, and they're like, all right, Tim, we got your table ready. And I look up, and I get up from my phone, and get ready to leave the green room and I turn and I look and apparently Robert England had come and sat at my table and was sitting like two feet away from me and had been there for a while, but I never looked up from my phone. And I was telling his, uh, you know, his handler, the person that was his assigned person for the weekend, that story later on, she's like, oh, it's too bad if you had struck up a conversation with him. He's the nicest guy. And I was like, oh man, I missed my chance. But they, they moved me around a little bit. I got to sit down with the cast of The Walking Dead for a bit. On Saturday, I was with them. And then on Sunday, because some of the celebrities had left early, because they were, you know, flying out early and had other things they had to get to and all of that, they moved me next to John Kassir, who was one of the first people to come up and introduce himself to me when I got there on Friday. He is the voice of the Crypt Keeper and one of my absolute idols. So we were table neighbors all day yesterday and I got to watch him work and listen to him work and record voicemails and videos for people and the, uh, and the Crypt Keeper voice and oh, just such a nice, nice guy. And, you know, we talked throughout the course of the day. He took a selfie with me before he left and just, uh, they say don't meet your heroes, but uh, he was certainly one that I'm glad that I met. So anyway, that was my adventure this weekend. How was your weekend? I hope that it was... Uh, either productive or restful, depending on the weekend that you needed. I was, I was just feeling good after 
having that stent removed on, on Friday. In two months, I'll have to go back and get an ultrasound so they can see if I have some more kidney stones and see what's going on with those. But uh, at least on Friday, clean bill of health. And it's, it's amazing. I felt okay following the surgery and I was like, oh yeah, this, this stent doesn't really bother me, but it's amazing the difference that you feel without it. Don't think I'd want to go through that again. For the most part, the whole ordeal was not that difficult. In fact, I'm, I'm grateful that they were able to take them out of me rather than me having to pass, especially when the doctor told me on Friday. She's like, oh, yeah, that was a really big one. And I was like, well, thank you for taking that so I didn't have to pass it myself. She's like, oh, I don't know if you would have passed it yourself. You might have just passed out from the pain. Oh, okay. <laughs> well, thank you twice now. Thank you doubly. But I can't say enough about the great folks over there at South Coast Health, St. Luke's Hospital, and then over here in Fairhaven. Made it super easy. And then you know, I got there on Friday to, to make my appointment, to, uh, you know, for my appointment. Uh, checked in, rather, is what I'm trying to say. And it had said on the app on the MyChart app, that it was going to be a $90 copay when I got there. And I was like, that seems weird. It wasn't a $90 copay before when they took the catheter up, Whoa, whatever. And I was like, I know this surgery is not going to cost me nothing. There's there's copays involved. So, you know, I was fine with it. And, uh, and I got there and I had my debit card out and the person checking me in said, oh, it says here, yeah, there's a $90 copay, but we don't usually have copays for post-ops. So I'm going to flag this in the system. And have them review that because that shouldn't be there. They're going to take that off. And I was like, wow. Like, here I was just ready to pay. And you would have thought they'd be like, all right, take his money. But no, she made sure that I didn't have to and flagged it. So, you know, of course, I'll follow up with that just to make sure. Because you don't want to have a copay that you don't pay and you forget about it. And then, who knows, it goes to collections or whatever. But they... uh the, the great thing, too, about the my chart, if you have South Coast Health, is you can follow along with what you owe. You can follow along with what your co-pays are. So it's, uh, it's very helpful in that regard. Anyway, you don't want to hear about all my medical issues. You want to hear about what this contest is that we're going to be giving away big money every day. Some bigly money every day, you could say. I'm also going to just tell you before we get into that, uh, Jack Splane will not be with us today. He's going to join us tomorrow in the 8 o'clock hour instead to turn on the light because he's working on a column today that he wants to be able to discuss. But it won't, it won't be up till, I think he said tomorrow morning because he's got some, some reporting to finish on it. So he's working to finish that today. And then he'll join us tomorrow to discuss that and some other things as well. So that means it's all about me and you this morning at 508-996-0500. So what is this contest? Well, I could tell you about it. I could go over it all with you. But I think it'd be better. See, I told you last week that we're going to be giving away up to $30,000. But I told you it's, it's not WBSM's money. It's certainly not my money. So whose money is it? 
Well, I'm going to let the person whose money it is tell you all about it. Win Trump's money with WBSM. We're giving away up to $30,000 of my money. That's right. I'm handing out cash like Democrats hand out subpoenas. That could buy you a nice boat to put in Paid Narum Harbor right next to Karen Polito's house if you're so inclined. A golf membership to the Bay Club or Catancet or buy either one of them. I don't care. Do what you want. It's your money. You can buy lots of beautiful things, even a golden toilet if you're so inclined. I don't know if Mr. Cesspool makes those. You can check. Listen each weekday for the special code and then enter it at WBSM.com or on the WBSM app. It's a great, great app. Believe me, it's true. So there you go. You're going to win Trump's money with WBSM. We're going to be giving away up to $30,000. We're going to be giving away cash every hour during the weekday work hours. So how does it work? Well, download the WBSM app if you don't have it already, because that's going to be the easiest way to play. But you can also play at WBSM.com if you don't have the app, if you don't have a smartphone. You All you have to do, and, and, and listen, I know some of you are not computer savvy at all. That's okay, too. Write down the codes. Save the codes. Because there's an option in which you can actually mail them into. But I'm going to tell you, the, if you want to win, you really got to have the app or the website. Because we're going to be giving away this cash instantaneously. You mail it, who knows when, when it's going to get to anybody. And by that point, the money's given away. So you want to make sure that you play on the app or on the website. And I say the app because you've got your phone with you all the time. And you do have a little bit of time. So it's not like you have to grab your phone when you're when you hear the code and immediately go and enter it in at wbsm.com because we don't want you to like get into a car accident or anything while you're driving. You've got a few minutes. We give everybody enough time to be able to get to their phone or computer and enter it. But what you want to do is you want to just make sure you have the code each hour. It's going to be each weekday between 8 and 5 and the 8 p.m. hour all the way through the 5 p.m. hour. You're going to get a code, a numerical code. Then you go to the website or you go to the app. The contest isn't there yet. We haven't started yet. And in fact, it might, you might just have to write it down and save it for the first hour or two. Waiting for the the IT folks to, to get that all up and running. But what you're going to do is you're going to go onto the website, onto the app, whichever one you use, and there's going to be the page for the contest. We'll have it linked right up at the top of the website. We'll have a button right there on the app. And then all you have to do is find the box that corresponds with today's date and with the hour for the code that you were entering in. And then you just type in the code. It's that easy. And then there's going to be some other boxes there to allow you to get some extra entries by following us on Facebook and liking us on X and all that kind of stuff. So you'll be able to, to enter in those codes every hour, every weekday for the next couple of weeks. And every one of those entries is your shot at winning cash. Win Trump's money with WBSM. And, and I could read you the codes. I could tell you each hour what the codes are, or we could have Chris and Marcus do it or Barry or whatever. But you're going to hear the man himself reading those codes every hour. 
in his own very special way. You're going to hear him read those codes every hour. So you're going to want to listen for that. You don't know when it's going to play, so you've got to keep listening. Get that code. Enter it in. Super easy. And if during the course of this contest, you have any issues, you're not sure how it works, you're having trouble figuring it out, all you have to do is either send me an app chat message or email me, tim at wbsm.com, and we'll make sure that you're able to get it all figured out. I'll say this too. If you have any issues with your app, like say you can't get to the page. Again, it's not live yet, so you're not going to find it yet. But you're having issues getting to the page, issues loading the app, whatever, things like that. I'll just make two quick suggestions. One, try restarting your device. That usually fixes most problems. Because sometimes it's just a, a hang up in the phone's processor with the app loading and all of that happens. And that's, that's for any app. Any app that ever freezes on you and you're having trouble, try quitting the app, canceling the app out, and then rebooting the app. And if that doesn't work, try restarting the phone. And then if you still have trouble, the easiest thing to do is to delete the app from your phone and then re-download it. Because some people's phones aren't set to automatically update apps. You really should set your phone for that just because it makes your life a lot easier. But some people are like, no, I want to control how much memory I'm using for things and I don't want to get any new versions of things that I don't want to use and all that. So you might have, or they just never set, they didn't know they had to set it for that. So that's why deleting it and reinstalling it helps because for some reason you're not getting the latest version and going back and re-downloading it will get you the newest version because we're constantly updating our app to fix bugs and to put in new features and all those kind of things. So those are just a couple of suggestions I'll make if you're having issues. And then if you're still having issues beyond that, just reach out to me, tim at wbsm.com or send me an app chat message and I will walk you through it. It is not complicated at all. It's very easy. It's very fun. When I was the digital managing editor, Fun 107 would run a lot of contests with this format. And I used to play along, not that I was eligible, but I would play along to make sure that the functionality of everything was working because that was, that was part of my job. And I said, this is just so easy. You don't have to worry about calling in and being the right caller and dealing with busy signals and hanging on the phone. And the worst thing when doing a call-in contest on the radio is you get all excited when the phone starts ringing because you're like, all right, I'm going to get through. I'm going to get through. I'm going to be the right caller. And then what happens? They've already got the winner. So they just let your line keep ringing and ringing and ringing. And it rings so long that eventually it just drops off. You know how it does that? Like it rings like 25 times and then the, the connection just drops off. And then that's heartbreaking. So you don't have to worry about any of that. You just have to remember the code or write down the code and then enter it in at WBSM.com or on the app. Super easy. And we'll keep reminding you throughout the course of the contest how to do it. Also... Another thing I should mention, you don't have to have every code to win. So if you, if you do miss one, you know, don't be harassing the host and calling in and, and asking what the code was. They don't know. They don't know what the code is. The only person 
who knows what the codes are or the guy who's reading them? And he didn't share them all with us. So you have to listen. And if you don't, if you miss that hour, don't worry about it. Just get the next hour and enter it in. But really, just listen all day. Because that's how you're going to get all the codes and be able to enter every single time. So looking forward to that. It kicks off later on today. And I wish you all luck. And if you win some Trump's money, well, I can recommend a few restaurants you could go to and Maybe you'll, maybe you'll bring me back a sandwich. All right, I got to take a break. We'll be back in a few moments. And it's time now to go into the newsroom with Adam Bass. Former President Trump says he would support a government shutdown if there is no, quote, fair deal to cut spending. Appearing on NBC's Meet the Press, Trump said the U.S. is... $35 trillion in debt, adding, we have to save our country. The lawmakers in Congress must pass several spending bills or short-term funding measure, known as a continuing resolution, or CR, by September 30th. Hardline conservatives in the Republican-led House are demanding deep cuts in spending, with some saying no continuing resolution should be voted on, period. United Auto Workers President Sean Fain says there hasn't been much progress in the talks with the big three automakers during the ongoing strike. Speaking Sunday on MSNBC, Fain said the progress has been slow as the two sides continue to meet and that the company should have gotten down to business sooner on negotiations instead of delaying until the last moment. Fain added the fight is about the CEOs making millions off the backs of low-paid workers. Meanwhile, President Biden is sending a team to Detroit in an effort to resolve the strike between the United Auto Workers and the Big Three. The union went on strike last week after demanding better pay and benefits. President Biden himself is in New York ahead of a busy week. He's scheduled to address the United Nations General Assembly on Tuesday. Meetings with several world leaders such as Brazilian President Luiz Inancido, Lula da Silva, and Israeli Prime Minister Benjamin Netanyahu are also on the docket this week. The president will then host Ukrainian President Vladimir Zelensky at the White House on Thursday. It comes as the administration is pushing Congress for more funding for the country's fight against Russia. Authorities in Florida have arrested a teenager accused of killing his own mother and wounding another person. Trey Thomas reports. Sheriff Chad Cronister says the teen also shot and wounded a man during an argument Saturday. This is heartbreaking. Our suspect is only 14 years of age. This 14-year-old young boy's life is over too. Deputies reported finding the teen wandering his neighborhood with a handgun, threatening to take his own life. The surviving victim was hospitalized in critical condition. I'm Trey Thomas. And in sports, the Boston Red Sox were defeated last night at the hands of the Toronto Blue Jays. The score was 3-2. The Sox played the Texas Rangers tonight at 8.05 p.m. And the Patriots fell to the Miami Dolphins last night, 24-17. The Pats face the New York Jets next Sunday at 1 o'clock in the afternoon. And now here's your ABC6 local weather forecast. Showers moving across the area for this morning is going to preclude a rather wet day for us. In fact, as we get into the afternoon, periods of rain, some of which could be heavy, and there is a possibility of a thunderstorm rolling through the area with highs up near 68 degrees. Although any showers around for this evening will be coming to an end, and the sky will clear later tonight. Lows in the upper 50s, and then we get into a nice fall-like stretch. 
But plenty of sunshine tomorrow, although a little bit breezy. The high 74. Wednesday, lots of sunshine continuing. And again, with highs in the low 70s. Be sure to watch ABC6 for my full seven-day forecast. From the ABC6 Weather Center, I'm meteorologist Bill Guile on New Bedford's News Talk Station, 1420 WBSM. It is currently 66 degrees in New Bedford. I'm Adam Bass, WBSM News. Stay up to date with New Bedford's News Talk Station, WBSM. And get breaking news alerts and podcasts with the WBSM app. It's a marvelous night for a moon dance With the stars up above in your eyes A fantabulous night to make romance Neat the cover of October skies You know the leaves on the trees are falling To the sound of the breezes that blow You know I'm trying to please to the calling Of your heartstrings that play soft and low You know the night Seem to whisper and hush You know the soft moonlight seems to shine In your blush Can I just have one more moon dance with you My love Can I just make some more romance with you My love one of the greatest songwriters of our time, Van Morrison. He'll be live in concert at the Providence Performing Arts Center on September 22nd and 24th at 7 p.m. And you can get your tickets right now at ppacri.org. That's ppacri.org. ppacri.org. Or you can call 401 401- 421 Arts. 401-421-ARTS to get tickets now. Limited tickets available to see Van Morrison live in concert at the Providence Performing Arts Center September 22nd and 24th at 7 p.m. What a show that's going to be. I worked uh, for many years with Ed Collins of the Standard Times, who is one of the biggest Van Morrison fans in the world. And Always was playing Van Morrison over at his desk. So I got to hear a lot of his work. And it's just fantastic stuff. And you get to hear it all if you want to get tickets to go see him at the PPAC. Uh, 508-996-0500. That's the number to call me and to discuss things with me. There's a story out there that is a little bit concerning. So last week, there was a story about a girl, young girl that was riding on an airplane and there was a a person who was sitting, I think, in the same aisle or across the aisle from her and had a blanket over him and it turns out that, you know, you can kind of put the pieces together there. So that was the story that came out last week. This week, a story has come out, and uh, and WCVB has it. This is very disturbing, and it's going to make you second-guess using the airplane bathroom. 
So a couple from North Carolina was traveling with their kids on a flight to Boston, an American Airlines flight to Boston earlier this month. They were bringing their oldest child to, was moving into school. So they were bringing their two daughters with them on this flight from North Carolina to Boston. And they say that their four, this was on September 2nd. They say their 14-year-old daughter got up to use the bathroom in the coach section of the plane where they were seated. But a male flight attendant then allowed her to use the bathroom in first class because it would be faster. Now, I've seen this happen before on planes where someone is in the, the coach bathroom. And especially if it's getting close to the time when they're going have to have to have you fasten your seatbelts. They'll bring a coach passenger up to first class and let them use the, the restroom up there if there's nobody in that one. I've seen that happen lots of times. But the flight attendant, who, according to WCVB, appeared to be in his late 20s or early 30s, stopped her from entering the bathroom first so that he could go in before her to wash his hands. So he's like, hold on, just let me go in and wash my hands first, which is odd because here she is needing to use the facilities for a more pressing matter. Apparently, he was worried about how fast it would take her to be able to do it, so he took her up to the first-class bathroom. But hold on, I'm just going to go in and wash my hands first. Then when he came out, he told her, quote, the seat is broken. We're going to fix it when we get back to Charlotte. Don't worry about it, according to the girl's father. The girl told her parents that when she went into the bathroom, she noticed a red sticker on the inside of the toilet seat that read, seat broken. She said she used the toilet, and afterward, upon second glance, she noticed there was an iPhone underneath the tape with the camera lenses facing out. She took a photo of that with her phone and then showed the picture to her mother, who immediately went into the bathroom to see it for herself, but by that time, the phone was gone. And here's the quote from the father. It's sickening. There is no doubt in our minds that she was targeted by him, I mean, he approached her while she was waiting for the bathroom. He walked her up there. He went right in before her and then right after her. And if you go to WCVB.com, you can see the photo that was taken. You can see the photo she took of this iPhone taped to the back of the toilet with some stickers that say seat broken. But you can see the camera lens Poking out. Now, it looks like the flash is on on the camera. I don't know if that's because when she took a photo with her flash, it reflected back. I don't know if that's what's happening there. But if he if he left the flash on, that's that's really stupid of him. But American Airlines says we take this matter very seriously and we are fully cooperating with law enforcement in their investigation as safety and security are our highest priorities. Now, according to the Associated Press, state police troopers escorted a flight attendant from American Airlines Flight 1441 after it landed in Boston at Logan for a potential criminal act that happened during the flight. But they haven't released any further information, anything more than that. So that's, that's a disturbing story. And that's something that 
has, you know, everybody's worried about who's getting let into what bathrooms, but that's the person that you're supposed to trust in that situation. The person whose job is literally there to assist you with things that may happen on that flight. When you go on an airplane, you're putting yourself in the the hands of the flight crew. You are trusting them literally with your life. So this person, I'm sure this was not a one-time thing either. Somebody doesn't have the wherewithal to put something together that quickly without giving it a lot of thought and maybe giving it a lot of practice. And if they've arrested this guy, they've probably got his phone and who knows what they're going to find on that. And how, how does that make you feel if you've, if you've taken an American Airlines flight recently? And, and by the way, You you shouldn't have to be more alert of things like this, but yeah, and I'm sure the girl trusted the flight attendant. But you you have to just think to yourself, wait, going in there to wash his hands, they have a sink in the kitchen, in the galley. They 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 have other ways to be able to do that. But, I mean, again, she's a 14-year-old girl. You know, she's probably not that savvy about air travel. But you have to be aware of those kind of things. Look for those red flags. It doesn't mean that everybody's doing something wrong. But, again, you have to be vigilant and, and, and keep an eye out. So I feel bad for this girl. I'm sure she's traumatized by this. The family is obviously angry. American Airlines, the last thing that any airline needs is a case like this but I, I just I have a sick feeling it's going to turn out to be that this is this is not the first time that it's happened 508-996-0500 we'll be back in a few moments
welcome back in. 508-996-0500. That's the number to call in. And on a day like today where it's going to be wet and gross, not as gross as the, the really gross days where it's warm and humid and wet like this, but it's going to be wet. It's going to be a pain in the butt. Your umbrella is going to get a workout today. Once you get the kids on the bus, maybe you're headed back home. Maybe you're headed to work. Maybe you drop the kids off and you're just going to drive around for a little while and have some peace of mind, whatever it may be. Stop by Sunrise Bakery and Coffee Shop. Treat yourself to a muffin and a latte or a cappuccino or a hot chocolate. You got through another morning. You deserve it. You deserve a reward. Chance to kind of relax. Collect your thoughts. Catch your breath. Get yourself settled before you move on with the rest of your day. And that's the way that you want to start your day. The Sunrise Bakery and Coffee Shop way. And then you know you can come back later on for an afternoon pick-me-up. And you get that afternoon snack for the kids when they come home from school. Something that will get them excited. It can be something as simple as maybe some rice pudding. Maybe one of their delicious baked items. Or maybe a sandwich. You know, they get lunch in school, but it happens so early in the morning. And then, you know, they're eating lunch at like 10, 30, 11 o'clock. And then you're not going to have dinner ready till 6, 37. So how about a nice casserole sandwich or a tuna or a chicken salad sandwich or any of their great sandwiches that they make over there at Sunrise Bakery? And, of course, it is pumpkin season, so you can get pumpkin muffins and pumpkin cheese muffins along with your favorites like corn, blueberry, and more. It's all at Sunrise Bakery and Coffee Shop, 506 Bolton Street in New Bedford. All right, 508-996-0500. That's our number. And while I'm not as much of a morning pick-me-up as a Sunrise cup of coffee and a pumpkin muffin, I uh, I try to be as delicious, I guess. I had uh, the in the green room at the, um, at the uh, Terracon this weekend, they had a bunch of different food, you know, and I, I tried not to eat that. I was like, no, that's for the real celebrities. But they're like, no, no, go back and eat. Have something to eat. And so yesterday I went back there. I had to eat a little something because I had to take some medication that I have to take with food. So I had one of the things that they had was a pumpkin streusel, like little mini muffins. I said, well, I'm supposed to be watching how many carbs I eat, but I'm also supposed to have some carbs every day. So I had one of those. And I'd already had a pumpkin coffee earlier in the morning. And then the Patriots were on last night. And I was at a convention dedicated to horror movies and the paranormal. I thought to myself, oh, oh, it's here. I ate pumpkin. I drank pumpkin. I hung out and talked about horror movies and the paranormal all day, and I watched a football game as much of the game as I could before I went to sleep. It is spooky season. It is here. It is in full swing. Before you know it, it's going to be Halloween, and then paranormal Christmas is over. So get out there and do something fall-like. Do something spooky. It doesn't always have to be spooky things. Nothing like getting some nice fresh apple cider and cider donuts and going apple picking or pumpkin picking or all that. It wouldn't be weird if I went and did that by myself. My son's 19. He doesn't want to do that stuff anymore. 
Is it weird if I just decide to go up by myself and say, well, I guess it would be weird because I'm not going to eat the apples. The apples that we grow here, I love them in other things. I love them in pies and muffins and everything that they can possibly make with apples. Love cider. But I don't like eating those. What do we grow? Macintosh here? I don't, I don't, I love red delicious apples. Those are my favorite. Nice deep red with the bumps in the bottom. Oh, yeah. Anyway, I'm getting hungry. I got to take a break. We'll be back in a few moments. Come. And don't forget.